You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Extent After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Extent After Show. No, this is not the start of a Martin Scorsese movie trailer. <laughs> this is the start of the After Buzz TV show Extant. We are playing, though, Gimme Shelter by the Rolling Stones because the title of this episode is called Shelter, and I thought it was just apropos to play Gimme Shelter. Anyway, thank you guys out there in the world for listening to and watching us. My name is Monis Rose, and to my left... Are my co-host, the always awesome Adrian Snow. How are you today, Adrian? I'm good. How are you doing? I am very chill, actually. I'm very chill. Yeah, nice, absolutely. Nice. And then the awesome and as well and always cool Charlie Barons. How are you feeling today, Charlie? I'm feeling great. Thank you for calling me always cool. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Well, I only speak the truth, guys. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So anyway... This is episode four, Shelter. Not Gimme Shelter, but just Shelter. Written by the showrunner of the entire show, the manga, Greg Walker. And it was a pretty, pretty big, uh, pretty big episode. A lot of actual big cliffhangers. The act breaks, um, pretty stellar. What, what do you guys have to say about that? And in general, the entire episode? I thought it was an okay show. Today. Oh, Ooh, just okay. Such a okay. Can we back that up? Can we, can we back this up? Well, there were, there were some times where I kind of rolled my eyes, and then I was like, oh, really? You went that direction? So there were some of the, the plot points and some of the stories that they, they did today just didn't really, didn't really work for me. They seemed a little convoluted. Which one in particular? The grandfather, but we'll get to that. We, but yeah. we will get to that. that that's a yeah, very good that's point. Good yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> that, that was actually a good point. But, you know, um, one of my predictions, guys, last week was that we were going to see a lot more of Yasumoto because last week he was not in yeah. the episode at all. at all. And did we see Yasumoto this episode, Charlie? Yes, he wasted no time coming into this episode and killing somebody right away. Yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't kill someone, but right. well, but okay. he kind of yeah, killed someone. Wait, so, so tell tell me what happened. Well, so they were behind this glass. Yasumoto was. He was on the safe side, the not dying side, and then there was the poor little lab rat inside there. Except it wasn't a rat; it was a human. And he squeezed this weird gel on his hands. The Adrian. Uh, yeah. Well, it the was life saving. The life, the life extending serum. I think is what he called it. And it was life ending serum for this poor gentleman. You're right. He bled through his eyes yeah. as if he had the Ebola virus or something like that. Uh, I mean, it, his eyes just got super red, and you're like, oh, somebody smoked some weed. And then all of a sudden, his eyes started to bleed, and you're like, that is not weed. And then he died. <laughs> so whatever that um, stuff was. The life saving, the life extending serum. Hear more about it 
and that brought us actually to Yasumoto being like, now we need the baby, and then we can take it out of her, her being Molly. Yes. You're right. You're right. I mean, now going back to what you were saying, though, Adrian, yeah, segues not not that smooth in this not that smooth in this show. Mm-hmm. I mean, going from yes, a lab rat being you know a, being killed pretty much, you know, even though it wasn't actually done by Yasumoto's hand. To now we need to track down Molly's baby, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Now one thing in particular that caught me off guard with Yasumoto, and this is a recurring thing as he is in many medical uh, settings, he's never wearing any kind of surgical mask. He's never wearing any hygienic gear where everyone else is. The lab rats were. And and as the show, and we will talk about it more, but as the show evolved in this episode, yeah, still, Yasumoto was always in a lot of medical type settings, never wearing gloves, never wearing a mask, never wearing some kind of surgical gown. Everyone else was. Very odd to me. What do you, what do you guys got to say about that? Well, I, yeah, I mean it. It it is a bit odd. It's just um, I don't know, man. This episode, yes, model just getting on my nerves. Just like every time I saw him, I just get really annoyed because he was just making the same face and he was taking everything so damn or so darn seriously. Sorry, and it just is. I don't. He's he is kind of have this like dangerous ethereal quality to him and I think for me it's just kind of getting old it's like okay well then tell me what he's all about because I'm just tired of him magically appearing and then people dying and then people being kidnapped and him you know smoldering in the corner get to the point what is the point of this character why does he need Molly's baby so I guess that was my big issue with this episode it was like get to the point he is sort of like that bad guy for no reason of being a bad guy he's kind of like I'm Kill this guy, get me the baby. Yeah. It's just kind of. But the reason that he's never wearing the um, stuff, in my opinion, which you can discredit after I say this, I think he's an alien. That's my own thought. Oh. Oh, Well, no, no, I'm not going to discredit that at all. I mean. Good, because I think he's an alien. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what? There was that episode where he was like naked in the uh when he came back from the you're goo. Right. Yeah, you're right. which Absolutely. I never quite understood. Um I'm hoping one day so, I will understand that. But. I mean, you're 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 opening the Pandora's box. So, but you know, this episode yep. this show is pretty much about opening a Pandora's box and then another Pandora's box and then a can of worms after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, you're right. So Yasumoto he now wants Whatever's in Molly's tummy, whether it's a baby, whether it's alien, whether it's just some Olympic rings, whatever is in her tummy, he wants that. But Mm. it's not so easy, is it, Adrian? Because uh, Molly is not at her usual house, as we saw last week. Uh, John caught her in the midst of her getting out of the car of Sparks. Mm -hmm. So where did where did John and Molly go? Where is, you know, where does Yasumoto have to track Molly down? Well, they ran off to an island, I guess, just off of the mainland. And we didn't get the name of it. I couldn't figure it out. The Paris of the Pacific. The Paris <laughs> of the Pacific to her, her father, who's living on this island. And so they've kind of gone to, to get some of Molly's old um, medical gear that she's left at his house and to hide away. Oh, yeah. And we had a special guest star today in yeah. this week. Who? Yeah. Lou Gossett Jr. Oh, man. Lou Gossett Jr., yes. Oscar Oscar award winner. Yeah, he still looks the same. 
It still looks the same. the movie he won the Oscar for back in the 80s. Absolutely. <laughs> I was like, dang, I want that serum. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so we meet, we meet Molly. We meet, I mean, obviously we meet, we've already met and John and Ethan. And then we see the relationship with Quinn. They're uh, Molly's dad, mm-hmm. Ethan's grandpa. And there's some, there's some uh, issues, you know, some issues between Molly and her dad and uh, we'll get to those, but we, we noticed right from the get-go there was tension because Molly and her dad haven't seen each other in six years, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess Quinn uh, has a history with alcoholism yeah. and gambling and a lot of other, I guess, just two big vices. Um, Another thing, and we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to that. But anyway, Molly wants to stick to why they're there. They don't, she doesn't want to really uh, reconnect with her dad. She wants as well to know what is inside of her, who is inside of her, because for whatever reason, you know, she, she wants to do this DNA test herself because, you know, um, her relationship with Sam is still there, but the first DNA test did not really work out because Sam got caught Mm -hmm. and she really wants to find out. And for whatever reason, for whatever reason, Quinn has the DNA Equipment, yeah. you know, in his so he obviously, yeah. So anyway, of course he does. Her DNA exactly. isolator, <laughs> yeah, DNA isolator. They made it sound like it was like a childhood toy of hers. Yeah, and I was like, that's just in the garage, amazing, next mm-hmm. to the old coffee can of nails. My yeah. DNA isolator, yeah, absolutely. Blow the dust off that thing. <laughs> figure out if I've got an alien in my body. You know, I doesn't everyone have a DNA isolator you know, just stored away? You right know, we're all. The, I had a chemistry set as a kid, but I couldn't do anything more than mix some stuff and make it bubble up. That was about it. That's all I had. So oh, I guess what in the about future, it? was that right by your Easy Bake Oven too? <laughs> I didn't have an Easy Bake Oven. I was a, I was a geek, so You're I a had geek. a telescope, a microscope, and a chemistry set. I had an Easy Bake Oven. Oh. <laughs> Look Sorry. at you! That baking up a storm. Yeah, that excellent, crap is excellent. Nasty. Great. Well, hey, <laughs> hey, you know, well, you know what? In our own, we had our DNA. Isolators in our own version, I guess. Yes, I guess it's the future version of a chemistry set, You're a right. DNA isolator. So anyway, you know what I really like though about this part, this kind of side story when they're visiting uh, Molly and Quinn. I mean Quinn, Molly's dad, is we see a lot of though bonding co- going on. Uh, we see that big mm-hmm. family aspect where we see, well, we have a fly fly in the studio, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, it's after Buzz. Uh, All right. Don't I get one pun without the? Oh uh, uh, no! I liked it. it. I liked one. it. I got your back. I'll support it. Thanks. I appreciate that. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Anyway, so yeah, we see a lot. Can. There's a lot of bonding going on. Uh, first, Molly and Ethan share a moment. Uh, obviously, Molly and her dad share a moment. Then, um, we see now John and Molly finally do the DNA test. But Charlie, do we get the results? What happens when? What happens? Like, well, it all we starts. Answers? It all starts when what? Well, it's Quinn, right? Quinn mm-hmm. decides to play Rain Man with Ethan, and they go do some gambling, <laughs> and um, the whole ring on the string game. Ethan is doing great. He's doing great, but then he remembers something his grandfather said that nobody's perfect, and he's like, "Well, I want to be." like everybody so if i'm like everybody i can't be perfect so he misses loses the money 
Quinn takes him back and gives him a little verbal lashing and then goes to check the gate, which is locked. And he's like, well, I got to fix this. And while he's checking the gate, um, the scary men with the masks and guns take Ethan away and then do some sort of weird thing to his back operating system. They electrocute him. Yeah. They electrocute him. That I guess it's not so weird. Yeah. Um, but uh, Which, they, was that was that shocking? Was that shocking to you? Seeing a little, I mean, really, even though he's a robot, a humanistic, you know, a, um, was that shocking to you? Seeing, I mean, I thought, I mean, I think both of you saw me a little jump out of my seats. I him screaming, <laughs> "You're they're killing a kid! They're killing a kid on TV!" I, I mean, I was a little, I guess, I wasn't really shocked, just because the scene prior to that was some cop, you know, making mean puns at his father about him being a robot. So I think, you know, in this time with Ethan as a humanic or a robot, that people have very little respect for, for what he is. And so for them to shock him, it's just like we're just shutting down a machine. They don't think anything of it. I Do I think it's right? No. But I see why they put that that scene in there to kind of show you that these people are ruthless and they don't care about this, so this kid. while this is going on we we are not finding out at all about this dna test you know john and molly have a moment you know they we we feel that they're going to keep this child you know they're going to be good parents we we have we feel that and then molly has uh, another vision of marcus Mm-hmm. Oh, Marcus and has more words. Marcus does say some more words, and we see his no blinking eyes. <laughs> Absolutely, and yes. And while this is all going on, Ethan and Quinn, like you said, Charlie, they they also have their moment, and then the ISCA is brought in, and they build some kind of ET lab. It was really reminiscent. I felt oh. that their big, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, bunker-esque, you know, everyone is in their space suits in a way, you know. It was very ETS. Spielberg. Mm-hmm. It is Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, this DNA is going to happen. So, either it's going to happen <laughs> with the, the isolator or it's going to happen with the sophisticated... You know, Yasumoto lab. Isn't well, they it? have the results already with the isolator because they kind of show that Sparks can see the results, and so he clicks on it, and when, then they, they cut to Molly on the boat, getting um, getting cesarean. They're cutting the baby out of her with a weird. Wait, that's laser. a predict. That's a prediction of next week. No, it's pretty obvious that that's what they're doing. They're You're cutting right. like right where you would cut for a cesarean. <laughs> Sorry, as a woman, I'm going to trump you and say <laughs> that's how a cesarean is performed. You got it just trumped. happens to be with a laser. <laughs> laser beam cesarean. Laser beam cesarean. So, um, yeah. So that's. I, so I could see Yasumoto being an alien, but I, I, I don't know. I still kind of think he's the like an old, just like an ancient man, and he's trying to sustain that. A vampire. Essentially. Essentially. So, and then maybe that's why he wants Molly's baby. You're right. Yeah. Now, you know, so we see – so Molly is – Trapped. I mean, is she? She she's trapped in this lab. I mean, she is really a prisoner. She's taken. Mm-hmm. You know, she's taken by this kind of SWAT team with Doc. She's drugged. Um, yes, uh, there was promotions for next week. We see some kind of cesarean. You know, or some lasers at her stomach. 
then we see the rings popping out. And meanwhile, John is really not involved in any of this. He is he is out of the picture at this moment, isn't he? Well, he's been arrested. Yeah. He's been arrested. That's yeah. what happens when you punch a cop. That cop did not deserve yeah. it. You know, cop did deserve don't it. make fun of somebody's kid. Okay? I know. Absolutely. Even if it is not really a kid. Robot or not, don't make fun Absolutely. of somebody's kid. Absolutely. He made a rust joke. Yeah. Who does that? That's yeah. below the belt. It's a little below the, the belt. And it was filled with malice. You know, that's what I learned. It was filled yeah. with malice. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Regardless, so you hit the cop, you spend the night in jail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Charlie, Charlie already brought this up, though, um, and I want to go back to earlier. Um, Adrian, you you didn't really like this episode because of the Quinn storyline, and you know, and uh, yeah. right, and you know, Charlie already said that. Yeah, you know, we see Ethan and Quinn bonding. We see Ethan pretty much um, sabotage Quinn's money making gambling scheme. Mm-hmm. You know, for better and for worse, and we see some actual, some really, you know, some some acting from Quinn, from you know, Louis Gossett Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, when he pretty much insults back, you know, backhanded, pretty much compliments mm-hmm. Ethan. You didn't like this part of the episode, did you? Um, I thought that there is a lot of parts of the episode where they're kind of just taking the easy way out. So having Lou Gossett have a drinking problem that's also a gambling problem. And there was just all these, like, plot points. I was like, this is silly and unnecessary to, to drive the, the main storyline for it. And there's other ways you can get away with doing this without having the grandfather be sober for two years. And then he goes to gamble, and all of a sudden he takes a shot after two years of sobriety. I don't know. I, th- I felt that was a little too casual with the the whole idea of alcoholism. Not that I, like, have personally dealt with that, but I've seen alcoholism in other people. And so... I thought that was kind of cavalier, just to push forward the storyline so Ethan can be taken. I thought there were easier, um, less silly ways to do that. I also thought the storyline with Sam's brother as a way of of wrangling her in and controlling her was also kind of just the easy way out. There's just other ways that they could have manipulated her to do that than bringing in some random brother. Would you know? I feel. I mean, I agree with you. But I feel that is the tone and the style of the show. It it has that campiness to it. it you know, I I, um, I remember saying in like the first episode, this really feels like a 1960s serial, just mm-hmm. with a bigger budget. You know, better looking people. You know, and it's an HD. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. You know, it, it has that. It doesn't really have um, a natural progression. Um, things just happen. We see those cliffhangers, those really ultra dramatic, you know, cliffhangers, and the act breaks. You see, you see. Oh no! There's a helicopter above. The bad guy is coming. Yeah. Don't the police see the helicopter? Oh, it's just my question. Yeah. Keep... <laughs> there's just I, I, and I get that, but I guess for me, this episode just pushed everything overboard. It was just like, okay, you don't. Do we really need the alcoholic gambling grandfather? Do we really need the brother who's actually mentally ill, but he did something bad when he was young, and so now he's in jail, and they can use that against her? There were just all these things that is just like, why do you have to hit that beat? If you really want the show to be successful, I feel like you should always strive to be better and think bigger than than the kind of convoluted plots that everyone and anyone can use. Um, right. It, it, to me, it seems like they could have easily um, just said, okay, he needs to have, like, it almost seems like they wrote themselves into a corner with yeah. something. Like, 
uh, here's Quinn. He's going to, I mean, maybe he's in more episodes, but it seems like a one-off episode yeah. type thing. So, sure, give him a drinking problem. Why? What, what other problem does he need? And then they have the game where they're trying to find some way to make Ethan look uh, human. So they do have interesting things going on with Ethan, but it's yeah. just like if the support just gives sort of weak storylines to bring out these aspects of Ethan, then what's what's the point? I think they just could have taken 15 extra minutes in the room and been like, what? Do we have to go that route? Is there something else we could give him that would be more interesting to have to tangle with? It just seemed easy. It seemed like the whole alcohol gambling was an easy way out. It seemed like the whole brother in the mental asylum was an easy way out. I don't know. This That just kind of it doesn't but- push or progress or make me want to tune into the show when I see storylines like that. It's just kind of like, you, you just, it's just same and, old, same old. You, you know, your points are valid. And also, you're right. And there's not really a lot of answers. We don't, we don't get a lot of answers. This entire episode mm-hmm. was about the DNA test. That really was the nuts and bolts of this episode. Mm-hmm. And did we even find out the results? I mean, we see sparks at the end go to the isolator but really, that's that's it. Yeah. That's it. I mean, so, I mean, obviously, from next week's, we, we know that hopefully, I mean, hopefully, Ethan did not die. But, yeah. you know, I mean, from, and we see that Molly obviously is still alive. I mean, she, you know, Molly's still alive. So, but your, your points are very valid. That That's just the only way I can back that up. And it's not back. That's just the style of this show. That's, I mean then we're going to get a lot then more of be it. be better. Okay? <laughs> right. My God. Just be better. Absolutely. Spielberg. <laughs> be better. That was a direct... Do, do you know what you just said? I'm uh, never going to get hired by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> oh, And man. that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Well, well, for the people that <laughs> want to get me. hired and cast by Steven Spielberg and all of our fe- friends out there... Anyway, we want to appreciate, uh, thank you for listening uh, to us. Also, you can listen to us on iTunes. We're on iTunes, and we love your comments and feedback and star ratings on iTunes. You can catch us and also all the other amazing AfterBuzz material out there. We are the super fans of pretty much the majority of all the awesome shows out there. They're all awesome. And also, uh, thank you for all the comments on YouTube. Um, the fir- you know, I've, I've been checking the boards and all the fans that watch us on YouTube, we want to say, I want to say thank you. We want to say thank you mm-hmm. for listening to us. Um, anyway, yeah, so I say, you know, do you, uh, I say we go for predictions. What do you guys say? Are you Is this predictions? Sure. Yeah. All right, cool. Predictions. And now, you're after Buzz you TV. Start, yeah. start off. Charlie, I, I kind of want to hear Adrian. I'm, I'm looking forward to Adrian's because she's in a she's loving <laughs> she's this like show it. right now. I know. She's but, all feisty. But I, I will go and I'll let her okay. give her some time to think. All right. So I think Ethan is going to uh, reboot, you know, control, alt, reset, whatever it is. And um, the big question is, will he remember what and who and how? Mm-hmm. And um, I think he will. Uh, and he'll be able to, the, Ethan's gonna have to be returned to John, um, because they just used him as bait, obviously. Mm-hmm. So John's gonna get him back, and they're gonna think he's cool and doesn't remember any of it because he's a robot, but he's gonna remember enough to tell John, and John is gonna be able to find, uh, the battleship where Molly is getting, having surgery, right? It is a ship, right? Yes, yeah, a ship. Okay, great. 
So um, I think that's going to happen next episode. And I think it's going to happen or something's going to happen before uh, that laser beam C-section thing happens. And when do, when does this when does this really quick? I know this is a long prediction for you, Charlie. Oh, when is this? Yeah, when, no, no, no. I mean, seconds. I'm going to prolong your prediction. When, okay. when are we going to see Yasumoto turn into an alien? Yasumoto will turn into an alien. I well, he's already an oh, alien, right, but right. he'll he'll reveal his alien status. I'm thinking in the next three episodes from now, and um, I think Ethan is. Ethan's kind are going to be uh, battling the Yasumoto kind in hmm. series or season three. So wow. I like the number You're three. Like yeah, jumping. you do. You you've mentioned season three many of times. Yeah, story. I, you know, I look I look down the road. I don't know what to tell you. So those, yeah. those are my predictions. Take them or leave them. Many will leave them, but I'm gonna oh no, they're them. all valid. Absolutely, no, I feel like I they're all valid. Like... Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate that. I just want to confirm that the. That the cesarean did happen at the very end of the episode. They cut open her stomach, and then I it, thought that was for it previews. cuts to Yasumoto, and it cuts to black. No, it was like the very last thing that happened before they cut to previews is that they cut open her stomach. Well, they, they were starting. But they, they were starting. Pull. So, so you know, right now it's just a flesh wound. You guys, okay, still there. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pull the woman card again and be like, "Well, oh, that's how you perform a cesarean." Uh, well, <laughs> all I'm saying is we just didn't. See, you know they could okay. Any, anyway, so Adrian, this is your well, what's what's going to happen next next episode? Oh, uh, well, I feel like with the e- next episode, I think Molly remembers what happened to her, so I don't think the issue will be of of them tracking down Ethan or John like getting to Molly. I think the plan from how it was kind of stated by Sparks is that they're just going to do this thing. They're going to plop her back where she was and leave it at that because they even have it not to, to use a preview but they even have it where uh, Cameron Mannheim Sam goes what baby what are you talking about there was never a baby so they're kind of trying to rewrite everything around her so I think from there you're going to see more interaction of what like what Yasumoto's main scheme is so why did he need the baby and now we're finally going to get some answers at least on his part, not on everything, but I think we're going to start to see like what his big serum is, or I hope we are. Can we please get an answer already, please? <laughs> and that's all, you know, tagging onto that. Next week, we're at least going to receive two answers, at least one. Can I Hopefully... get a big one, please? Yes, we're. Go- <laughs> I feel we're going. We're going to find out what is in Molly's tummy. We're going to find yeah. out that DNA test. Because straight up in real life. This would have been a deal breaker for me. I would have been like, I can't. I'm done. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. And then we are going to find out more with Yasumoto. Those are the two things. Now, I also predict, and you're right, this is not next week. This is, you know, going. But I actually predict that, you know, Sparks has a soft side. He is actually going to turn out to be good. Whereas I feel Mm -hmm. Yasumoto and the, um, I forget, the his man, his helper, his... um, Kern. No, Kern. He's his gonna man. be the his man with the glasses. His man helper. <laughs> his man helper. His second in command. Kern, he's gonna be the real, the real bad guy. He's gonna take um, Yeah, I just hmm. feel Kern is the real person to watch. He's out very for. militant. Yeah. Extremely militant. You know, I totally agree with that. I had that thought and I wish I said it, but I think Sparks is gonna show his soft side. Absolutely. Well, anyway, first of all, thank you guys. Uh, Charlie, where can all of the yes. AfterBuzz fans find you? I am on Twitter and Instagram at Charlie Barons. Excellent. 
Adrian, where can everyone in the world find you? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. And Marissa, back there, the amazing producer, where can all of the world find you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. Excellent. And also, really quick shout out to Tari Miller. He is another great co host. He is not with us today. Hopefully, uh, um, he is watching and he is in spirit with us at all times. My name is Monster Rose. You can find me at restaurantfiction.com, on iTunes at Restaurant Fiction, and on Twitter at Rest Fiction. Anyway, thank you all. Thank you all out there. Keep it real, keep it fresh, and always keep it on the flip side. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 